think I am. And Gene Knight and Mr Big Star, preceded by Huey Lewis in the news. And uh, this is it. Let's say Heineken refreshes the parts other beers can't reach. Uh, but not Russia, because Heineken's just said it's uh, ceasing production and distribution in Russia. Uh, good. A uh, bit of a change round on the order this morning. I have something to tell you. So let's have Woof of the Week first. And now it's time for Woofer of the Week on 106.5 Riviera Radio. Wednesday morning means Woofer of the Week. Hello, Dawn. Hello there. How are you doing? All right? I'm OK, thank you. Yes, not too bad. And what have we got this week? Today we've got our very first Brittany Bassett Cross, a Brittany Bassett Cross, and he is called Cisco, and he's looking for a good new home. He weighs 16 kilos, and he's just nine months old, so he's a puppy. He's got short legs and a long body. He's black and tan and got wiry hair. Cisco is curious about everything, just like puppies are, and he loves following his nose. He also loves walking. He knows the sit command and he is sociable with other dogs, male and female. He's an affectionate dog and he loves cuddles. And really, he's just waiting for his future family to start a new life with. So if you'd like to know more about him, contact the refuge Song Collier Provence. It's a lovely shelter in the bar. I know that because I've adopted a dog myself from there back in October. Uh, you can call them on 6 19572181 and you can also email them at scp83 at orange.fr is that cisco as in cisco systems uh spelt differently oh okay <laughs> otherwise i mean i'm sure he's chipped then isn't he <laughs> <laughs> it's a cisco with an s okay well the best i can think of is um scott mckenzie san francisco <laughs> That'd do. Or we could have um, uh, Christopher Cross. Yes. Oh, as in a Bassett Cross, yeah. There's one yep. other I thought of. Um, Bassett Cross. What was it? What was it? Bassett Cross what? A Brittany Bassett oh, Cross. Oh, Brittany Spears then. <laughs> oh, choices. It'd be Excellent. something like that anyway. Thank you, Dawn. My pleasure. Speak to you next week. Yeah, bye. That was Woofer of the Week. For more details about this week's Woofer, go to the 106.5 Riviera Radio page on Facebook or our website at rivieraradio.mc. Woofer of the Week on 106.5 Woofiera Radio. Christopher Cross, uh, Ride Like the Wind for Cisco. This week's Woofer details on the 106.5 Riviera Radio Facebook page. It's 8.19. So, um... When I was sick at the end of last year, I had a lot of time to think, and in consequence, I've decided that it is time to move on. Uh, 31 years is a long time in any business, and I've had a great time here over the years. Good times, bad times, and we've struggled through it all. Uh, but uh, time is running short, so I'm not getting any younger, and I want to do something else with the rest of my life before I croak, basically. So I'm going to retire to the country and build a nuclear fallout shelter, and maybe plant a garden. It won't be good goodbye forever. Paul Kavanagh has said that uh, he may be willing to let me come back to do some holiday cover from time to time, maybe a podcast or two, so I won't be disappearing completely. But uh, if I don't go now, I never will. Well, you played Huey Lewis at the beginning and this is it, so that's me gone. 
<laughs> so you shouldn't Is have that done that. Favorite records. <laughs> I remember listening to that on uh, on Laser Five Five Eight in my friend's Mitsubishi estate when we were bombing around the countryside in uh, Surrey when we were young and um, what's the word? Free. Free. Young well, and carefree. Yeah. I'm going to miss you anyway, that's for sure. Well, that's very nice. Thank you. I'm sure a huge cheer's just gone up on the Port of Monaco outside. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> uh, so my last programme will be uh, Friday the 1st of April, and it isn't a joke, uh, but uh, Sarah, you've done a fantastic job, and uh, uh, you will just carry on and get better and better. Well, you've, you've made it possible, so... Well, don't know about that. <laughs> I'll be keeping an eye on you anyway, though, so good, don't worry. Good, good, good. So uh, thank you for listening. I know some of you have been there for, well, since I started, 31 years. Uh, my first ever radio programme here was uh, the Toby Jug Tavern special <laughs> broadcast in 1991. And uh, I nearly got sacked after my first show, actually. What because, a show it was, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I decided in my wisdom to play the whole of One Side of Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Well, it was 10 o'clock at night, so I didn't think it would do any harm. And I got a call from the boss, Richard Young, and said, what the hell are you doing, mate? <laughs> and at that time, Capital Radio and the radio station, and um, he was just coming back from Nice Airport with all the directors from Capital Radio in the car. <laughs> and they said, let's put Riviera Radio on. And they got treated to one side of Dark Side of the Moon. Anyway, I managed to get away with that. There have been one or two other minor scrapes over the years, but I managed to survive. But so the time uh, is coming, or has come, to hang up my microphone. Well, and before you go, I'll be bringing up some of those scrapes and scratches from the past. I beg your pardon? <laughs> really? I bet you will. Something up my sleeves. The Press Review is brought to you by BMW Cote d'Azur. Uh, the I newspaper says the Conservative MPs yesterday turned on Priti Patel over the UK's chaotic response to the Ukrainian refugee crisis, with the Home Secretary told to get a grip and facing suggestions she should quit. A string of senior Tories criticised the government amid more reports of confusion across Europe as Ukrainians struggled to get clearance to come to Britain. There were also signs of frustration in Whitehall as Boris Johnson unexpectedly appointed former Syrian resettlement minister Richard Harrington as the new refugees minister with a in the laws to try and get a grip on the situation. In this morning's Figaro, they report on the fact that the number of patients hospitalised with COVID in France has fallen below the 22,000 threshold on Tuesday, while the number of contaminations is on the rise. That's according to daily figures published by Public Health France. The number of new positive cases stands at 93,050, and it's compared to 79,794 a week ago. Hospital deaths in the last 24 hours stand at 167, bringing the death toll due to COVID to 139,618 in France since the outbreak began just over two years ago. Dutch News reports that the Dutch cabinet is setting up a crisis team to cope with the expected large number of refugees from Ukraine, Prime Minister Mark Rutte said in a short statement on Tuesday. This means there will be regular meetings to discuss the situation. And in the Parisian, the British government has pledged to speed up processing vi visas for Ukrainian refugees in response to accusations that few have been allowed uh, to enter the UK so far. Hundreds have arrived at the northern French port of Calais seeking to reach the UK. BBC World Service News, live from London, is next. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW, Mies Premium Motors, Bayern Avenue Cam, BMW Store Monaco and JPV Fréjus. Boost your business with the electrified range by BMW. Find all the BMW Business Drive offers at your car dealer. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is 
is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Sarah Lysa has the top stories across the Riviera. A 16-year-old teenager has been hit by a train at Nice train station. The incident occurred on Tuesday shortly before 6pm when the teenager was hit by a regional express train on platform B. The exact circumstances are still to be determined. Emergency services intervened and the victim was taken to hospital suffering serious arm injuries. A train traffic was disrupted in both directions. A man has been airlifted to hospital following a road accident in the VAR. The accident occurred on Tuesday afternoon on the D61 between Cogolin and Grimaud. And the motorist reportedly crashed head-on into a police car. An investigation is currently underway to determine the circumstances. Uh, meanwhile, a 30-year-old has been hospitalised after trying to flee a police road check on his scooter and crashing into a parked car. Uh, the incident occurred in Montjolieu uh, when the individual refused to comply with police, hitting a parked car head-on. And police have arrested a 54-year-old man caught in the act of stealing petrol in saint laurent The man, a Romanian national and already known to police services, was caught siphoning tanks from trucks parked in the industrial zone. He has since been placed in police custody in Cagnes-sur-Mer. In other news this morning, for the first time in six weeks, the number of COVID cases in the Outmarra team has increased. According to Public Health France, the incident rate increased slightly from 562 weekly cases to 570. In Monaco on Tuesday, 37 new cases of COVID were identified, bringing the total number of residents affected to 9,605. 15 people are in hospital and 86 are being followed by the Home Monitoring Centre. Meanwhile, France's Employment Minister, Elizabeth Bourne, has announced the end of the health protocol in companies. Speaking on French television, uh, she said that from next Monday, uh, the 14th of March, we're going to resume normal rules in business. However, new guidelines will be introduced, which will permit employees who wish to continue wearing a mask to do so. Uh, the minister said that teleworking will be a matter for discussion between employers and employees. Uh, the French government has already announced the loosening of various COVID restrictions uh, from next Monday, uh, such as the compulsory wearing of masks is almost in all places will be uh, not compulsory anymore, only on public transport, and the vaccination pass will also be suspended from March the 14th. According to a new ELAB opinion poll, 90% of French people say they fear the conflict in Ukraine. The survey showed that 89% of French people fear that the military conflict will spread to countries other than Ukraine and 68% fear the possible arrival of the conflict in France. Meanwhile, on Tuesday, the French President Emmanuel Macron spoke to the Ukrainian president. During a 90-minute telephone conversation, the two leaders discussed humanitarian issues, the security of nuclear power plants and the progress of negotiations with Russia in Belarus. Uh, the French government where a website has launched a website to connect Ukrainian refugees with French families who wish to offer them accommodation. The site provides information for people in France who wish to join supported projects housing refugees. It also allows associations to recruit volunteers to help them carry out their missions. And the address for that website is available under this morning's news section at rivieradio.mc. Finally this morning, Scottish First Minister Nicola Sturgeon has presented the government's official apology for the thousands of women convicted of witchcraft in the 16th and 17th century and killed simply because they were women. Between the 16th and 18th century in Scotland, around 4,000 people were accused of witchcraft. 84% were women. On Tuesday, International Women's Day, Nicola Sturgeon told the Scottish Parliament to acknowledge uh, the gross historical injustice and offer a formal, formal apology to all those charged convicted. 
convicted, slandered or executed under the Witchcraft Act of 1563. Traffic and Travel, brought to you by Aston Martin Kern, your new exclusive dealer on the French Riviera. The somebody's not happy because as you were doing that story, the computer crashed. Oh dear. Yeah, it's been put on a spell. Uh, so I can't uh, actually tell you what's happening on the roads, but uh, we did know that the Monaco Tunnel was closed uh, a few minutes ago and also uh, very heavy traffic coming down into Principality as uh, per usual. And uh, uh, the trains, there's one cancellation, 758 from Nice to Monton, is cancelled. Traffic and Travel, brought to you by Aston Martin Cannes, a Chopin Automobile Group dealership, 235 Route du Canet in Mougins. Find out more at astonmartincan.com. Riviera Radio, Sports News. Football, Liverpool and Bayern Munich are through to the quarterfinals of the European Champions League. Here are the details from BBC Sports. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Adam Samuel at the BBC Sports Centre. Premier League matches will no longer be screened in Russia after a meeting of clubs in London. The BBC senior football reporter Simon Stone has the details. All 20 clubs have met for four hours today, but I'm told there was just 15 minutes of discussion around the Russia situation and basically it was just to agree that the broadcast of Premier League games into Russia will be suspended with immediate effect. So the four games that take place on Thursday will not be shown in Russia and neither will be the matches at the weekend. So the, the decision has been made. There were no dissenting voices. In addition, the Premier League has agreed to donate £1 million to the D Disasters Emergency Committee to provide humanitarian aid into Ukraine. And it also repeated that it strongly condemns what it describes as a Russian invasion of Ukraine and repeats its call for peace. Liverpool are through to the Champions League quarterfinals. Despite losing 1-0 to Inter Milan thanks to a long-range Lautaro Martinez strike, the Reds went through 2-1 on aggregate. Former Manchester United forward Dion Dubling was watching at Anfield. It was a strange night. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't classic Liverpool. It wasn't a classic Champions League night at Anfield for Liverpool. But job done through the tie into the next round. That was the only goal that they had to achieve tonight and they did it in third gear and for more football news from the bbc go to bbc.com forward slash football bbc premier league update from the home of premier league football still on for the quadruple then just about but jurgen club wasn't very happy apparently well I'm not surprised with their slapstick errors in front of the goal after the inter milan match oh dear oh dear no dear, oh dear. no one's ever done the quadruple you know and I don't think anyone's going to do it this season either. There are two more ties tonight. Manchester City plays Sporting Lisbon, leading 5-0 from the first leg, while Paris Saint-Germain take a 1-0 advantage into the away leg, their game against Real Madrid. In the English Championship last night, Barnsley and Stoke drew 1-1. Blackburn and Millwall drew 0-0. Bournemouth and Peterborough drew 1-1. Uh, Luton were 1-0 winners at Coventry. Sheffield United beat Middlesbrough 4-1. And Fulham were 5-1 winners away at Swansea. Looks like they're certainly going up again, doesn't it, Fulham? Uh, cricket Johnny Bairstow rescued England from another embarrassing batting collapse on day one of the first test against West Indies in Antigua. England won the toss and decided to bat, but they slumped to 48 for four before Bairstow came to the crease and steadied the ship. That stumps Bairstow was on 109 loss outs, with Chris Works 24 loss outs, as England reached 268 for six.
The first test between Pakistan and Australia has ended in a draw. Pakistan batted out the final day without losing a wicket in their second innings in a total of 252 before the teams agreed to the draw. Shafiq made 136 and Imam 111. The second test starts in Karachi on Saturday. Rugby Union, the Ireland captain Johnny Sexton has announced he'll retire after the 2023 World Cup. Sexton has won 103 international caps and is the former World Player of the Year. Last month, he hit the milestone of 500 international points. And at the Paralympics, China leads the medals table on day five of the Games in Beijing. China has eight gold medals in a total of 27, with Ukraine in second with six golds in a total of 17, and Canada in third with five golds in a total of 13. There are six medal events today, including in men's Nordic skiing and women's cross country. Here's the marine weather forecast for coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore the Almaraz Seam in the VAR. The general situation is the depression 1,013 millibars east of the Pyrenees, and high pressure 1,025 millibars over southern France. Uh, winds are southwesterly, force 2 to 4. The sea is slight, visibility is good. Barometric pressure, Saint Jean Catfera, 1,021 millibars. And the outlook for Thursday, partially cloudy, force 3 to 5. Southwesterly winds, slight to moderate seas, and good visibility. For North Corsica, winds are northwesterly, force 2 to 4. The sea is slight. Visibilis is good. Barometric pressure at Cap Course, 1,020 millibars. And the outlook for Thursday, partially cloudy, force 2 to 4 westerly winds, slight seas, and good visibility. The weather forecast brought to you by Camper and Nicholson's Yacht Management Division. Our qualified team of yacht management experts offer bespoke advice and services to owners and captains alike. Visit camperandnicholsons.com. Partially cloudy, lights to moderate southwesterly winds. Top temperature 14 degrees today. Overnight lows 5 to 7 degrees on the coast, 2 to 4 degrees inland with partially cloudy skies. Thursday and Friday partially cloudy, highs of 13 to 15 degrees. The weather forecast is brought to you by Camper and Nicholson's Yacht Management Division. Finally... If your dog has been looking a bit glum, then they're probably not alone, as in the UK, nearly three-quarters of dogs show signs of poor mental health, according to new research. 74% show behaviour indicating anxiety or depression. The most common signs include a loss of appetite, destructiveness and low activity levels. And meanwhile, dogs which have lost interest in things they used to enjoy or are hyperactive and bark incessantly uh, could be bored or frustrated. Other key factors in overall mental health... Uh, that's what the experts are saying that you have to watch out for. Uh, common ways to try to cheer your dog up include going for a long walk, uh, petting them and giving them their favourite treat, uh, but also mental stimulation, uh, such as puzzle games or interactive toys could be just as important. Uh, creating food-based problem-solving puzzles, uh, giving your dogs a lick mat and taking them on a sniffari walk, allowing the dog to stop and sniff wherever they like. However, note that with increased mental stimulation, dogs will also need good quality sleep and downtime too. Puzzle games? Puzzle games, yeah. Food-based problem-solving. Uh, do dogs do Wordle? <laughs> they could try. Or Wuffle. How are you getting on with it? Got it in three today. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Got French Wordle in two yesterday. You could be a professional. That's I don't think do. so. <laughs> I bought my cat a battery-operated electric fish the other day. And? It loves it. <laughs> You put the battery on its cloth, you know, and it, and it wiggles its tail. The cat goes absolutely mad. He's taken to sleeping with it now, so I think they've become friends. <laughs>